Freedom-loving patriots, constitutionalists, Trump co-conspirators of truth, recovering Democrats, and those clinging to their guns, Bibles, and constitutions, I'm your host, Becca Marie, along with Stella Padilla, and you're listening to Freedom Speak. Check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can listen to any of our previous shows, and also check out the resource page download the podcast of this show from SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Want to send us your questions and comments? Email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. And now you can listen and watch us live every Friday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, on Facebook, X, and Rumble. We've been banned from YouTube. And even though... And, and if you've got the Rumble app on your uh, on your smart TV or your Roku, you can even watch this on your television now. A lot of things going on, as usual. Not a lot of good stuff. I've been concerned a lot about the infringements upon our personal liberty, freedom. What is freedom? The founders of our country and the framers of our great constitutional republic, the United States of America, did so in order to create a place where we, the people, could live our lives free from tyranny and oppressive government. These brilliant men wrote our U.S. Constitution in hopes it would limit the power of the federal government and ensure all Americans would be able to enjoy life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. These men even added a Bill of Rights to our Constitution, not to give us rights, since after all rights, also known as natural rights, are rights granted to all people by nature of God that cannot be denied or restricted by any government or individual. The Bill of Rights, which are contained in the first ten amendments of the U.S. Constitution, are there for the purpose of of saying that our government has no authority to infringe upon the freedoms mentioned in these amendments, and that, in fact, the oath of office taken by all our government servants says they are required to defend these rights against all enemies, both foreign and domestic. All of this has me thinking a lot lately about what exactly freedom is. Our Constitution is supposed to protect our freedom and especially protect us from an overreaching federal government. A tyrannical, overreaching government is exactly the reason the Founders declared independence in the first place. Do you feel free when you look at your pay stub each week 
and see that about 30% of your hard-earned money has been taken by the federal government in taxes? Did you know that the U.S. Constitution does not give the federal government the authority to take any of your personal income? They do it anyway. Do you know that the U.S. Constitution does not give the federal government the authority to take the money they have illegally taken from you, the individual American, and then give it away to a foreign country to fund a proxy war with another country? or to defend another country's border, or to make sure that another country's citizens have a pension or walking around money. All of this while they ignore one of their primary duties, and that duty would be not to allow our own country to be invaded by millions of illegal trespassers and possibly even terrorists. In fact, according to Article 1, Section 2, it states... Representatives and direct taxes shall be apportioned among the several states which may be included with this union according to their respective numbers. In other words, the federal government only has the authority to tax state governments, not you as an individual. And on the topic of how the federal government is supposed to handle the money they receive from the states... It is not authorized to spend any tax money on anything except that which is spelled out under Article 1, Section 8, which states, The Congress shall have power to lay and collect taxes, duties, imposts, and excises, to pay the debts and provide for the common defense and general welfare of the United States. The federal government doesn't have the right to redistribute your money at all, even if it is to relieve the hardship of someone else. It is not their money to give away. Our country's broke. In fact, we are bankrupt to the tune of over $33 trillion and growing by the day. The more of your money they spend and the further they drive us into debt, the more me, all of you, and your descendants are enslaved into indentured servitude to pay off that debt. Our out-of-control, unconstitutional government treats all of us like their personal piggy bank, which they use to pay their personal bribes, play the stock market, and invest your money so they can become millionaires. These criminals take the concept of using other people's money to a whole new level. On the topic of freedom, do you feel free when the government tells you that you must be injected with an experimental drug or cover your face with a cloth or stand six feet apart, apart from other people? Do you feel free when the government tells you that you're not allowed to buy or own a gun or you must get a permit to carry a gun or tells you where you are allowed to carry that gun? Do you feel free when the government tells you how to run your business or you must get a license to have a business. Or that you must force your employees and customers to wear a mask or get an experimental injection. Do you feel free when you're censored by the government? Because according to them, what you're saying is disinformation. Or maybe you've not properly affirmed something that the government has mandated that you are required to agree with. Are you tired of being told what you are allowed to say or think? Do you believe the government has the right to tell you how to raise your children? 
where they go to school, or even more importantly, whether or not the government has the right to teach them things in school that go against your moral beliefs? Did you feel free when you were told you were not allowed to attend church or congregate with others? Do you think it is the right to continue making payments in the form of taxes to the government for property you have already paid for or for the government to confiscate the family farm from your children after you pass on, then sell it to Bill Gates or the Chinese government? Do you realize our elected officials have violated their oaths and trampled all over what the Bill of Rights stands for? Do you realize that all of what I have mentioned is unconstitutional? All of the government officials that have committed these crimes should be removed from office at the very minimum. Although they won't be. Do you know why? Because they are the ones that determine if they are removed from office. Is that screwed up or what? Does this make you angry? It does me. It should you. Does all of this make you feel like you are free? Do you feel domestically tranquil? Does all of this cause you to feel anxiety and stress and to fear your government? Is this what the founding fathers intended? Would you be happier if the government would stop telling you how to live your life? telling you what you are allowed to see, putting you under the thumb of oppressive taxation, or telling you what you are allowed to think, say, or do? Do you think the country we live in today is the one that founders intended us to live in? I've talked to some of the homeless people living in the streets. Many of them are doing it by choice. Do you know why? Because living in the system is way too oppressive and difficult. Isn't this a sad situation? where it's less stressful to be homeless in this country than it is to try to play by the rules. We live in a country that punishes you for hard work. The more you try to succeed, the more you are taxed, the more you are regulated, and the more likely you are to be investigated by a corrupt IRS or sued by someone else that wants to take what you have. We live in a country in which dissenting opinion is suppressed or could get you labeled as a domestic terrorist, or can even land you in prison. We live in a country in which you can be prosecuted and possibly jailed for supporting a certain political party or candidate. Is this what it is to be free in America today? In a quote by Thomas Paine, he stated, some writers have confounded society with government But society is produced by our wants and government by our wickedness. The former promotes our happiness positively by uniting our affections. The latter negatively by restraining our vices. The first is a patron, the last a punisher. Do you remember Rosa Parks? Talked about her a while back. One day she said enough is enough and refused to sit in the back of the bus. She was a brave hero that stood up against insurmountable odds to a government that was oppressive to people of color. We now, as freedom-loving patriotic Americans, find ourselves in a similar situation. 
We need to find that same kind of courage to stand up to an increasingly tyrannical, fascist federal government that wants to enslave all of us, put us under 24-hour surveillance, control what we buy and sell, and only leave us with barely enough just to get by. All while they, the elites, get rich and live like kings. I want to conclude with a message to our tyrannical government, which oddly enough is inspired by a line from one of my favorite movies, The Matrix. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of losing your power over us. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to conclude this monologue, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you, a world without unconstitutional, oppressive mandates, senseless laws, rules, and controls, a world without limits to prevent us from achieving greatness, a world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. So, guys, um, I have Stella in the studio. Good morning, everybody. With me today. And um, you might notice I made some changes in the studio to where the cameras are and everything. So um, it's it's an evolving process here. (laughs) Now you can see... Stella's pretty face right there. Much, much better. (laughs) And we have a guest in the studio with us. His, uh, should I just call you by Shrek? That's fine. I prefer that. Okay. Just stay really close to the mic for me, would you? There you go. Okay, good. His actual name is Albert Shrek and Gost, I believe. Did I say that correctly? Give the lady a cigar. Absolutely. Sweet. Okay. But we're going to call him Shrek. <laughs> That's his favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm always trying to save my... Yeah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, I've got uh, something that's weighing heavy on my heart this morning. And I hopefully I cried myself completely out on the way here to the studio today about this. Um, so I'm going to try to hold it together. While I talk about this. Yes, please don't cry because you won't cry alone. Trust <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Trust me. <laughs> don't cry. <laughs> um, I have some good friends that run a, uh, a restaurant in the East Mountains near where I live. And a lot of you may have heard of them. Uh, it's called Ribs Barbecue. And uh, actually, I'm friends with Asa. He's one of the partners, one of the owners at that restaurant. And he advertises on my show. And and he's been on my show with me before, too. Him and a few others uh, are partners in that restaurant over there. Um, There's um, him, Brad, Chad, Veronica. Um, I know them all personally. The other day... In what they are classifying as a freak accident, Brad and Chad, they had a uh, blacksmithing business out in Moriarty. And 
from what I understand, <clears throat> and I am very, very suspicious of this. It just sounds too weird to be to believe. A semi truck rolled off of I forty and drove through the building that Brad and Chad were working in, and Brad and Chad were both killed. You know, I want to tell you that uh, Ribs Barbecue is, to the people in the East Mountains, a pillar of the community. They have stood up for freedom and liberty, and during the course of the pandemic, or the scamdemic as I call it, they kept their restaurant open. Because, well, for starters, they wanted to survive. <laughs> um, they didn't push the mask nonsense on any of their customers. They didn't push the six-foot nonsense rule on anybody. They treated everybody like free Americans. Last year, <clears throat> in fact, Ribs Barbecue, they donated all the food for a fundraising event we had at the New Mexico Freedoms Alliance, which was a very generous contribution which they did and from what I understand uh, a lot of the people that came to our event that enjoyed the fantastic food became customers of Ribs Barbecue after that I need all of you to keep their families in your prayers today you know, they even, during the scamdemic, they even had a table set up in their restaurant that they, I think they called it the Freedom ta Table of Freedom or something like that, where they were sharing information, pamphlets about sharing the truth about what was going on. They stood up. They're patriots. I love these people. So what I would like right now... <clears throat> before we begin our show, is I would like everybody to just kind of have a little moment of silence to honor our fallen, our fallen brothers in liberty, Brad and Chad. Okay. So... The monologue I did today was about how I've been thinking about, and I know everybody else must be thinking the same thing, about the, the stress, the, the world is going crazy, and you wonder why the world is going crazy. Everybody is being, having so much tyranny and stress and oppression brought down on them. I, I don't know how anybody can function. I know the past couple weeks it's been hitting me hard. And that's what inspired me to write that monologue I did today. I want to start off with talking a little bit about what a natural right is. You know, the, the U.S. Constitution, the first ten amendments... The Bill of Rights were included, and 
some of the founding fathers were opposed to including the first ten amendments, the Bill of Rights. And I've mentioned this before, but in case you haven't heard me mention this before, the reason that they were opposed to this is because they were afraid that in the future there might be people that might believe and get the idea that the Bill of Rights are the only rights given to you by the government. Which is completely wrong. Natural rights are rights that are given to you by God. They're they're rights that are given and endowed to you just simply for being born and being uh, being alive, being a human being, and the ten, the 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 first ten amendments, the Bill of Rights, simply says these rights are really, really important, <clears throat> and because they're so important, we're going to put them in here. We're going to put them in here so that. All of these politicians, all of these future politicians, all of these people that later on might decide they want to become tyrants and become like kings, and they want to go and just run all over your freedom and liberty and tell you what to do, that no, you cannot do these things. These ten things are the most important rights that we can think of. And you are not allowed to infringe upon these rights, which the government did not give, but the government is required to protect. You know, the whole idea of taxation without representation. You remember the Boston Tea Party? Do you remember the significance of that, what that all meant? These people were simply complaining about being taxed a little bit too much on some tea. I don't even really like tea very much, honestly. <laughs> For those of you who do. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but, you know, they, they were throwing the tea overboard on the ship, and they were telling people, uh, you know, we don't believe that uh, England has the right to tax us on this tea. We're our own people. We're, we're free, and, and you're taxing us on all this tea, and yet you're not giving us representation. You don't allow us to have a say in, in our government. Don't, don't you think we're maybe in that situation now? in which we have elections, which a lot of people don't believe that they even have a say in their government anymore? Well, after watching the trial for Trump, I could certainly say the freedoms for him are certainly gone. Uh, I, be, I think he feels it more than anybody else at this point, don't you? Oh, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got, you know, the COVID scamdemic, which in my opinion was for the purpose of putting in place a bunch of unconstitutional rules by scaring the crap out of everybody so that people would not complain. Now, I saw it was a scam from the very beginning. A lot of people I know thought that. But you know what they did? Without any kind of legal foundation whatsoever, they put out 
ballot drop boxes. They started mailing out ballots to people. The same person may have a ballot moved, may, may be mailed out to multiple locations. So there's all these ballots floating around out there. You had people going around to ballot boxes during the 2020 election and stuffing piles of ballots into these ballot boxes. And you had trucks full of ballots coming from other states. And even though they denied it and denied it, denied it, now that's coming out that it's all true, that everything's proven, a proven fact that they did cheat like crazy with the ballot boxes. But, you know, how did it start? It started, it's going to be two weeks, just two weeks, everybody has to be on lockdown. And it turned from two weeks to two years in New Mexico. So that turned out to be a really controlling issue. And just wait, because... Right now, with the way we've got our elections set up and we're trying to beat that with the referendums, you know, now they're going to send ballots to the place you last lived or where you're on record to. And if you move and don't tell the state, your ballot's going to go there for anybody to pick up. And then they can pick it up, fill it out the way they want to send it, and put it in a ballot box, and no one is the wiser. We're not having a free election. We are having an election that is being bought and is paid for by somebody else. Right. No chain of custody. Uh, There are election laws on the books in which uh, say how elections are supposed to be held. And yet all of those election, those rules were broken. They in no way, we the people in no way had any say over what was happening the people that are responsible, like the Secretary of States and all that, are more corrupt than anybody. They are, they're supposed to take care of the election laws, and they're the ones that deplete them and say they don't really matter. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what I want to talk about today, um, I want to talk about this some more. I want to talk about infringement on our rights, what that is. I want to talk about the sham trial against Donald Trump in which it's so funny I heard Hillary Clinton she's crawled out under a rock and she's out there talking again running her mouth about a bunch of stuff um, constantly contradicting herself talking about how Donald Trump is potentially a Nazi and a fascist Everything that she says about him is what the Democrats are doing. Everything that she accused him of is what they are doing. It's exactly what they always do. Mm -hmm. Think about, you know, the reason on my open that I pointed all of these things out and I listed all of these things is to hopefully wake some of you up that don't realize what is happening. All of these things are happening. Who's the fascist? Who's the communist? Who's in charge right now? Well, who is... Who is the resident of the White House right now? Okay? And, and I would even say the illegitimate resident of the White House from a fraudulent election in which the proof is coming out now, but yet nothing's being done about it. So we'll be back. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Don't go anywhere.
Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. I'd like to tell you about where I take my own car for general auto repairs. Gennaro's Auto, located at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast in Albuquerque, can take care of all your general auto repair needs with fast, friendly, honest service at the lowest price in town. Gennaro's can handle anything from tune-ups and electrical repairs to a total engine swap. Y también hablamos español. Give Gennaro a call at 804-8750 or just stop by their shop at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers, enclosed trailers, and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service, and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast in Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs 
and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. I'm your host, Becca Marie. And I'm Stella. Hey, Stella. Kind of a sombering start to the show today. Plus, it's snowing outside. It is. It's snowing. I, I love the snow. We were getting a bunch of snow at my house when I left this morning to come in here. And um, it's pretty. Yeah. My first big snow of the year. I even had a fire going this morning. Oh, you did? Yes. Wow. Very romantic. I was by myself. Uh, <laughs> I've been wanting to get a wood-burning stove for my house. I got an insert. It's it's even yeah? be- it's even better. Well, a wood-burning stove is kind of dangerous, especially if there's kids. Yeah. You might touch it, you know. But an insert works really well, and it blows out the warm hair. It was just very nice. Oh, nice. It's okay. a good investment. Yeah. Just as long as you keep the flu stuck so it doesn't flap shut then you have smoke all over the house yeah don't know how i know about that at all (laughs) (laughs) uh so we got a lot of people watching us today on rumble we got a lot of people watching us on facebook thank you for watching hi mom yeah hey mom i want to say hi to mom i always have to say to my hi to my mom every week mom i know you're listening and i love you and i'm glad you're listening (laughs) so I want to talk about this infringement upon our rights, and this is something you all need to understand, and I'm hoping that my opening monologue was a little bit of an eye-opener to some people. 
We have the federal government in which they are trying to take over everything, which is completely unconstitutional. They are now trying to jail our political, their political opponents because of the Biden crime regime, which is currently running our country. We don't really know who's in control. Certainly isn't Joe Biden. Certainly isn't any of these idiots he has on his cabinet. They've literally started World War III. They've destroyed our energy independence. They're trying to destroy our food supply. And yet, I saw in a poll just the other day that Joe Biden still has 44% approval rating. And whose poll was that, I wonder? (laughs) Well, I can't understand how 44% of our country can be so brain dead as to support this tyrannical regime. I think those polls are just as fake as the election was, if you ask me. Who knows? I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's hard to know what to believe anymore. If you pre-screen the people you're talking to and you only talk to the people that are like you, you can get any results you want. Plus, I love some of the the, uh, polls that are out there and surveys. Uh, You can make a, a survey question to where people have to answer it the way you want them to. And that's what's what's disturbing, because they're writing them the way they want to get the answer from you. So you never really know what you're saying. You know, right now we've got this thing going on in New York, uh, among other places, in New York City, in which they are trying to destroy Donald Trump because they are saying that he lied on a loan application. Uh, You know, (laughs) let me shed some light on this, okay? I don't know how many of you guys have bought a house before, but, but I've bought a few houses. And I can tell you that when I find a house that I want and the loan company comes along and they do not ask me, hey, Becca, uh, you know, What's this house worth that you're selling? They don't care what I think it's worth. You know, they might send an appraiser out, somebody that works for them. They're going to do comps. They're going to look at they're going to look at what houses have sold in my area uh, that are of a similar type of house and see what they sold for. It, it, it basically is you can only sell something for what people are willing to pay for it. That's just what it is. You have people all the time that have something that's like, oh, this is worth this and that and the other thing. Well, it's only worth that if somebody's willing to come along and pay you that much for it. That's what it comes down to. (laughs) So they're trying to put this lie out there that Donald Trump said his property was worth more than it was. And apparently these loan companies, which seem to be completely satisfied he paid his loan on time he paid the interest so what's the big deal i what is the big deal yeah i don't know what the big deal is why does anybody care <clears throat> but yet they have made this out to be a crime yet 
there are no complaints from mortgage companies. Or there, the banks. There's no, no complaints from these lenders mm-hmm. saying that Donald Trump screwed them over or didn't do, didn't do what he was supposed to do. And he certainly didn't leave his laptop laying around for somebody to pick up <laughs> and clean up, etc. The whole thing is a sham. Yes. Because no one is looking past the little words they're saying to the big picture, which is they're trying to silence somebody because they're afraid of him. Not only silence him, they sure don't want him running for president because he'll do everything he promised like he did before. He said, that when I'm president, the war will stop the same day. I believe him. He'll say, this is it. No more. No money for Ukraine. No money for, for Gaza. No money. That's it. The war has to stop. I believe him with all my heart that he would stop the war. That's why they want to you know, prevent him from being president. It would kill all their finances, all these rich people that benefit from the war. That they lose a lot of money, so and that's not the only thing they're trying to. Not the only reason he would stop all this transgenderism, them stealing your children and crossing them to California, not being able to get them back as a parent. I mean, the person that is not even related to them has no authority over them, no you know, no uh, guidance over them. Can take your child to California, and now it's come to New Mexico that you can take them, and they can start them in gender transit. He would stop all that and say, "Enough nonsense is enough." So they said, "Yeah, let's let's keep him, let's throw him in jail, let's kill him, let's get rid of him." See, I think, you know, there was this guy the other day. Okay, an example of what these tyrants are doing. Tucker Carlson. And I, and I posted this on my Facebook page. If you look at, uh, I would highly suggest, Tucker Carlson has done like 38, 39 different installments now uh, since he was fired for, from Fox News for simply trying to speak the truth. In episode 38, he talked to this guy, Douglas Mackey. This guy is just, he's not a troublemaker. He's just, a, he's just an average guy. He's like a lot of us, you know, where during the political campaigns, we might uh, share a meme or like something or repost something or whatever. And this guy, all he did was simply repost a meme making fun of Hillary Clinton. Now, keep in mind, this was in 2015, Okay. And I talked about this guy last, last week on our show. This guy has been drugged through the mud in court because he, he reposted a meme, which he didn't even create the meme. <laughs> you know? And Hillary Clinton, that uh, evil tyrant, is out there again spouting a bunch of nonsense in which she's just all giddy about this guy possibly getting put in prison for 10 years. Just a regular guy. Just like any of us. For posting a meme. For posting a meme. How many of you have gone on social media lately and liked or reposted something that was a meme that might have been political satire? Raise your hands because I see them every single day. Oh, yes. Some of you guys really may post some really... Vicious ones, and this was not. He was just. It was a meme making fun of her. That he didn't create. He just liked it. That's all he did. He liked it. Mm -hmm. He 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 reposted it. That's all he did. Now, 
Here's an interesting tactic that's being done to him that is similar to a tactic which has been done to these January Sixers. And by the way, in case you didn't know it, they are still using geodata, and they are looking for anybody that was in the Washington, D.C. area on that day, and they are still arresting people. The FBI thugs are still going out, knocking down people's door, pointing guns at children, dragging people out in shackles, uh, threatening their neighbors, making a spectacle out of these people. They did this to this guy, this Doug Mackey guy. Okay? They made a sp- the whole idea is to humiliate you and intimidate you. That's what our government has become. Now, a tactic which they used against him, which I had mentioned before that they've been using against the January Sixers, is they will find somebody else. Now, in this case, this guy had a group of friends on social media. And, and, you know, keep in mind, when you have friends on social media, they're not necessarily actually your friends, like people you hang out with. People you can pick up the phone and give them a call, say, hey, I'm really having a a really bad day. Can we talk for a little bit? I have friends like that that I can call, and, tr- and I do sometimes. I, I, I feel fortunate to have these people in my life. But there was just another guy that happened to be in this social media group, which was they were, you know, they were posting these memes. They were just having a good old time. Free speech, right? Freedom of expression. Found another one of these people that happened to be kind of loosely connected with him on social media. And they arrested that person as well. And what they do is they come up with this, like, oh, well, I'll tell you what. We'll give you a plea deal. Okay? We'll give you a plea deal. We'll, if you will agree to testify that you, were had, you had a conspiracy with this guy, this Doug Mackey guy, we'll, we'll let you off without charges. Now, most people are weak. They're going to roll over. They're going to give in to that to save their own skins. Because after all, they're not really your friend. A friend would not do that to you. A friend would tell them where to stick it and say, you do whatever you want, but I'm not going to roll over on a friend of mine. Okay? Over a stupid meme, especially. Over a stupid meme. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he they didn't just, kill anybody. Or maybe they just sneak up and put a microphone against the window of your trailer while you're inside and you know, just happen to record you talking with three or four of your close friends and let them then be in trouble as well for speaking their mind and being taken completely out of context. That's what bothers me. Yeah. So so what this person did is they said, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll agree to the plea deal. And yes, uh, I was in a conspiracy with this guy. So now they're prosecuting this guy as a a a, um, a conspiracy, you know, involved in a conspiracy to to uh, interfere with an election, to 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 dis to discredit voters. She wasn't even in, in campaigning. She's not doing anything. She was yeah. hiding under a rock, like you said, hiding under a rock. And that little meme came up. It's as stupid as now that uh, what is it that. Those uh, cartoons, uh, they're insulting Harry and Meghan. Uh, 
because uh, they're, they said they're grifters, they're worthless or whatever. And she's taking it all personal and saying, this can't happen, this has got to stop and whatever. When you're a public image, you're setting yourself up for comments in nice or bad whatever yeah public image that's just what it goes with it but hillary yeah she's not even running for anything so now they insulted her so now she's you know gonna have to go after whoever you know posted it what about the guy who originated it you know where does it stop where does all this stop you know the nonsense well this is what they're doing to all the january sixers that's what they've done to this guy they create a case against him. They find some. And you know that they've been unable to actually find a single person to say that uh, they uh, were uh, disenfranchised and that they didn't get to vote because of what this guy did posting a meme. Now, here's the point I want to make. Okay, and this, this overflows into a lot of other topics I want to talk about today, too, is where do we stop where do we stop uh, with people that are speaking out about something, about accusing them of being an insurrectionist or, or endangering the public safety? You know, in the case of, of social media, you know, I'm dangerous. So, and, 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 you know, YouTube had to keep people safe and make sure I was thro- I, I, my show was thrown off their platform because I was endangering people. So you're telling me... That this guy, because I'm sorry, I hate to say this, I have not kept up with this one, but this guy is now being charged for putting a meme up and Barack Obama's people in the 2008 election had people at polls keeping them out or telling them that you have to vote this way and nothing happened to him. And, and But we have this... Two-tier level, again. Yeah, and look at what Hillary Clinton did. The fake dossier, which she paid Russians to produce for her. And yet, that's okay. That in no way is election interference. Of course not. That's in no way considered an insurrection in which this nonsense went through Donald Trump's entire presidency. This This didn't have anything to do with maybe trying to overthrow a government. Can you see the nonsense in all of this? And here's the thing I'm going to point out, is our freedom of speech is being attacked. Now, I want to bring in another thing that's currently going on right now, and I don't want this to make anybody mad at me or believe I'm taking sides with this. Okay, you have people out there that are speaking out uh, against what's going on with Palestine and Israel. Now, I'm a Christian. I support Israel all the way because that's God's will. But don't these people have a right, if they want to, to speak out and say that they're calling for a ceasefire and, and that they believe in Palestine being free, whatever that might mean? Don't they have a right to say that? Yet, I'm noticing on the news, you know, this this lying and this deception goes on on both sides, both conservative and demon rats, you know? It really does. (laughs) You know, if you think that that our side's much better, they're not, because they're lying to us about stuff, too. Now, they're claiming that these people are supporting Hamas. Now, I, I'm watching 
the video footage being provided to me by the news, because that's all I have to go on. I have not been able to personally go and attend one of these protests and see what's going on. All I'm seeing is what what the news is showing me. And what I'm seeing is they are showing protests going on in which people are carrying signs saying that they want a ceasefire. I'm not seeing a single sign. Now, somebody can show me uh, something to the contrary. I'm not seeing them holding signs saying, we support Hamas. We support the slaughter of Israelis. Now, we all know that that's what Hamas does because we've seen the evidence of that. But are these protesters that are simply concerned about the lives of Palestinians, which they have some kind of connection or feelings about, is, is that, should we silence them? Should we stop them from protesting? Should we, should we throw them out of the colleges because they're speaking out? Yeah, go ahead, Shrek. I know you got well, something to say here. These are the same folks that, uh, if they don't remember, Israel waited several days, several days before starting their offensive because they told the people to get out of Gaza because we're coming in to get rid of Hamas. And Hamas does not fight by the same rules that we are supposed to in the rules and laws of common warfare. They like to put their headquarters in and underneath hospitals, mosques, schools. Mm -hmm. They're bad people. They're evil. They are. They're absolutely horrible. But if we give them a ceasefire, and this is my own opinion, what they're going to have time to do is regroup and bring in more stuff because they're not being attacked at the same time. And these people have had a chance to leave. And if they want to go, by all means, put a white flag above your head, above your vehicle, and drive out. And you should be safe. But to give a free ceasefire where you can let the enemy restock makes absolutely no sense. No, it doesn't. And we definitely shouldn't do that. You know, <clears throat> I want to this thing going on with Donald Trump in, in New York. This crazy lunatic, Letitia, is it Letitia James? Is that her last name? Mm-hmm. This woman is hateful. She's evil. She hates Donald Trump. She made it very, very clear during her campaign when she was campaigning for AG that she was go- She hated Donald Trump and she was going to get him. Does this sound like a justice system to you? Does this sound like a justice... Doesn't she sound extremely biased? Is she qualified to do this job? I say no. Is she the one that got paid a million dollars to bring him down or was that also Fanny? Fanny. Fanny. Mm-hmm. Fanny and Letitia, these people all have these kind of similar names. Mm-hmm. I, I want to play this, this clip, which I found, okay, in which Letitia is coming out. This is when she's running for AG. And if you guys are watching us on Friday, you'll be able to see the video. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Just hearing her makes you want to puke. It does. It does me for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nails on chalkboards. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, here we go. It's coming up a little slow. 
From Central Ohio to San Bernardino. Oh, I don't want to hear these commercials. It's am- as much as I like Amazon. I, d- I just got something from them just yesterday, as a matter of fact. But anyway, well, you got to pay for it somehow. Anyway, uh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Anyway, this woman is was speaking about her hatred for Donald Trump before she was elected. And here we go. Okay. Trump himself has been particularly on comments made by the New York Attorney General Letitia James while she was running. Here are a few things she said then in 2018 about Trump. I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president. He should be charged with obstructing justice. I believe that the president of these United States can be indicted for criminal offenses. I will be shining a bright light into every dark corner of his real estate dealings. And and every dealing demanding truthfulness at every turn. Would those comments have any legal basis for a dismissal here? I don't know about a dismissal. I'm very, very troubled by them. Um, I think they're completely unethical. I think it's, uh, I actually have spoken with a fellow who's written a book on prosecutorial misconduct, and he's assured me he's going to include a chapter next time on the kinds of statements that are appropriate ethically and inappropriate ethically in the course of an election campaign for elected officials, for judges. Now, keep in mind, that was from CNN. Even even the the liberal news agencies are seeing this stuff for what it is. This woman is not qualified to prosecute this case, let alone even be an AG. She does not believe in equal justice under the law. There is no equal justice right now. You know, yeah, go ahead, Shrek. I was just going to say, where are all of the other criminals, not saying Donald Trump's a criminal, but we know there are a lot of criminals running around in New York City attacking people on uh, on subways and, and attacking people as they're walking around. Why aren't they being tried? Because instead of doing her job, she's taking more time and more effort to try and bring down Donald J. Trump instead of doing her real job. Why don't they do something about that? Yeah, I completely agree. Follow the money. So another thing happened the other day, as you, as you guys may or may not know, Ivanka Trump was called to testify during this ridiculous sham dog and pony tri- uh, trial that's going on. And I saw an, in, an article on rawstory.com. There were, other age, there were other outlets that were also posting the same thing. It says here that among the many demands from Deutsche Bank is that Trump have a larger net worth than he actually had. He entered into an agreement with his adult heirs that he would take their assets to meet the requirements outlined by the bank. Now, that reminds me of back when I was a teenager and I was first driving and I wanted to get a car and I didn't have any credit. Now, Donald Trump does have a lot of credit, but we're talking 
a lot of credit here to make some of these purchases. I'd have a cosigner, somebody else that would also guarantee the loan, somebody that would include their income as part of the application. Now, why is it a problem that Donald Trump's children, by their own accord, accord, well, even- and to come along and say, "Hey, Dad, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sign on with you. Uh, we're we're gonna throw our throw our uh, you know assets into the ring so we can make this this." Uh, this investment for the family because it is a family business. It's a corporation, for God's sake. Yes, and they're all part of it. They're, yes, they all own a part of it. So why wouldn't they invest into their own corporation? It just doesn't make sense. And they said, "Well, he's stealing uh, from Peter to pay Paul." Well, who doesn't do he's that? He's not stealing anything from anybody. Yeah, he's not. You know, he paid his loans on time. He, his children, they they went in into this deal willingly to to help out with this. Anyway. I will continue with this story after the break in hour two. Um, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about, uh, you know, what Ivanka did at this thing. And I also want to talk about the recent GOP debate that just happened on NBC. That was fun, wasn't it? It was fun. <laughs> it was really fun. I've got a clip from that I want to share. A lot of other people are sharing this same clip, too, but I have my own take on this. And anyway, so you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. And if you want to call us and be part of the conversation, our number is 505-444-5059. We'd love to hear from you. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. 